Welcome to the Well Fuel Podcast, your spot for everything gut health, detox, hormones, a healthy home, mold, and everything in between. I'm your host, Isabel Smith. I'm an integrative and functional registered dietitian and the founder of Isabel Smith Nutrition. Hello, hello, friends, and welcome back to the Well Fuel Podcast. This is Isabel, and I'm your host. And in this mini topic conversation, we're going to talk about how to navigate sleep disruption from a chronic inflammatory state that you might be in very near and dear to my heart. This was something that I struggled with for years. The sleep piece, we're not completely there yet, but we're working on it. The sleep piece was so real for me. And this was actually one of the things that really led me to seek help. Feeling like everybody else could get to sleep easier, feeling like it was the most stressful part of my day, feeling like it was the most stressful part of my vacation or my, I was planning my flights around my sleep schedule or I missed things because I had to go to sleep because if I didn't, I wouldn't be able to go to sleep. If this is you, if you're listening out there, I hear you. I feel you. This has, or was me. And it was super profound for me. I missed a lot of things. And in fact, a lesser known fun fact about me was that I really wanted to go to medical school, which is why I sit here and talk to you about really complicated medical things all day long, because this is my interest and this is my the way I think, but I did not pursue medical school because I knew that my sleep situation was not good enough in order for me to be able to tolerate the overnights, the long hours, the sleepless nights and days. So I was, I was seeing somebody the other day, I went to see a a dentist who does oral like airway stuff. And he said to me, Isabel, how long has this been going on? And I said, well, I'm 35 and would be 36 in December. And I didn't go to medical school because I didn't think my sleep was good enough. So it's been going on 20 years at least. I just remember feeling like it was always something that was easier for other people. Like if the condition wasn't right, if the temperature wasn't right, if the wind blew the wrong way, like I wouldn't be sleeping. So how do you navigate that? And these are just some practical tips from my own experience. I think the first and most difficult part is the anxiety that comes with it. The anxiety that you will not sleep, the anxiety that you will be tired or that you might feel horrible the next day. Like there's a lot of pent up anxiety and sorry if you hear the dog barking, this is real life again. (laughs) When I learned to surrender to the fact that I might be tired the next day and that it was going to be okay. And that I was going to be okay if I didn't get the sleep I wanted. When I repeated that to myself in my head, that made a huge difference for me. Isabel, you will be okay. It will be okay. You'll be tired, but it'll be okay. That was the first thing, right? I think sometimes we psych ourselves out about this kind of stuff. I certainly did. And when it's ongoing and persistent, it's hard not to. But if you can try not to, right? I think a lot of what we tell ourselves is the problem. We are what we say we are in a lot of cases or that plays a large part of it. So keep that in mind. The things you're telling yourself, the things that you're talking to yourself about in your head, the things that you're experiencing, expressing to yourself, about yourself, about the situation. Just be mindful, be aware of them, hear them. That's the first thing. Second thing, allow yourself to sleep through the workout that you were going to plan on getting up early and and sleep through and, and work out rather. Sleep through that. Allow yourself to. I often found that the morning sleep was the easiest sleep for me. And yeah, I wanted to work out, but I also settled for shorter workouts. I actually pushed my day later to support me. I now work like a 10 to six or later kind of schedule. And that all came out of me not being able to wake up early. After grad school and after I got first got my dietitian license, I was able to wake up early. I'd go to 6.30 classes and it felt great. Well, haha, no longer. 
Um, now I'm able to get up and do that if I want to. But in the thick of it, I had to let that go. As I say to clients currently, if you're not sleeping, you like shouldn't be getting up early and exercising. You're doing yourself more harm than service. And I'm serious. I mean that wholeheartedly. So let that go. I'm sorry. I, I know that that's not the the solution that you want, but I can promise you that it'll help you to get more rest when you can. And um, maybe you make some space for yourself at lunch, or maybe you do an after work thing that's on the early side that's not super high intensity. By the way, if you're not sleeping, you shouldn't be doing high intensity workouts anyway. Um, you should listen to the podcast that either will have dropped or will be dropping with my friend Stefania Renee, who is a trainer works in this space, works with women with hormone imbalances and other things like this, and sincerely agrees with me about the fact that sleep is more important than your workout. It is. So you got to prioritize that. Third, this is not fun either. And I'm sorry, ahead of time. We all know things that we are doing that get in in our way of sleep that we may or may not be willing to part ways with or move into a different space. The TV, the scrolling, the caffeine later in the day, the alcohol, the chocolate you know the things you're doing that are getting in the way of your sleep and you're doing them anyway. If you, I'd say 95% of people, I will not say everybody, 95% of people be aware of this and be willing to change the things you don't want to. This was one of the hardest things for me there at the time were a lot of things I was doing that I knew would be problematic. And I had a lot of trouble emotionally giving them up or moving them. And if I hadn't been so stubborn, things would have moved faster for me. That's, that's, that's number three. Number four, invest in some breath work, some cold exposure and anything that makes your nervous system feel quiet. The nervous system piece is tremendous in a chronic inflammatory issue. Our bodies are often fighting themselves all day, every day. So whether it's a couple minutes of breath work throughout the day, whether it's just at night, whatever it is that you can commit to make it happen. It will help you more than I can suggest. Fifth, think about what you should be eating that feels good in your body that will not stimulate you before bed. I would avoid spicy foods. I would avoid large meals. I would avoid lots of sugar. You got to be very thoughtful about that nighttime meal. If you're having histamine intolerance, for example, you're going to be making sure that meal is super low histamine. You are not going to do things that are making your body have to work harder because that's going to get in the way of your sleep too. So those are some things that come to mind. You know, getting out of the high intensity workout routine is also really important. That's just going to stimulate you. That's going to make things harder for you. We need to really work on calming you down, not revving you up. Being really mindful of your interactions with others, your relationships, and the toxicity that they may or may not contain. Also important. Finding a therapist, working through some of that piece of things at this point is also relevant and often helpful. The things that float around in our subconscious can often keep us up as well. So I mentioned some really important things and then threw some other nuggets at you. Lean into the areas that feel like they resonate with you and let the ones go that don't. Know that I understand. We understand. We've got lots of cocktails and things that we recommend for people to help them sleep. If you need help, reach out. Sleep is truly the most important thing. And I hope that you got some golden nuggets from this conversation and can take them and use them and hopefully improve your sleep because that is the most important thing out there. So as always, thanks for tuning in. Grateful for all of you. Thanks for the love, the support, and the curiosity. I hope that this resonated with you and gave you some knowledge to take home. Have a great day and we'll see you next time. As always, thanks so much for listening to the Wellfield podcast. We're so happy to have you. To make sure you don't miss a beat, please subscribe either on Apple or Spotify because we have episodes dropping once or more a week with tons of great content. 
If you want to make sure that you're up to date on everything we're doing in the business with our clients and new offers and all the things, make sure that you check us out at Isabel Smith Nutrition on Instagram and IsabelSmithNutrition.com. See you guys soon.